What's up, everybody, and thank you for tuning back into the Freestyle Podcast. And in today's episode, I have a fantastic conversation with uh, one of the first people who I really wanted to really like get um, on the podcast and talk to, and that is MJ Mendez. MJ is an awesome friend of mine who is a Chicago area-based dancer, videographer, choreographer, as well as owning his own creative marketing agency. MJ also recently moved out to LA and has been spending some time there and doing just amazing things, absolutely killing it out there. So I get the chance to really pick his brain about exactly what he was doing in order to make things happen for him, um, especially in a new place, which I feel like a lot of people can definitely relate to, as well as talking about some of his like more personal um, decisions and struggles and discoveries like battling addiction, maintaining a long distance relationship, um, maintaining family relationships after moving away, as well as finding religion and um, also truly finding how MJ could be selfless and give back to people. So we had a lot of really great talk today and I hope that you guys also find some value in it. Biggest thing I could say is be sure to check out MJ Mendez on Instagram, as well as check out his marketing agency, Impressions with an E. I'll put a, I'll put the name of it on Instagram down in the bottom below. But yeah, hope you guys enjoy and take care. What up? How are you, Phil? I'm great, man. How you been? I'm decent. I'm chilling. Yeah. I'm chilling out. Cool. Yeah, bro. <laughs> well, thanks for doing this, man. I, um, when like I thought of making a podcast, uh, you were definitely one of like my top people who I wanted to just get perspective on and like just pick your brain a little bit. Like I know we've been friends for a while now, but it's not like I've really been able to hear like your background or like your um, your ideals on like a whole bunch of different things. So. Welcome to Freestyle Podcast. <laughs> Today, Hello. I have the awesome um, MJ Mendez. I'm going to do your, your intro noise. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I think I'll have everyone make an intro noise from now on. Also, I haven't recorded an episode since May. Like, uh, <laughs> everything, all the ones that I've been posting recently, I just recorded back then, but just not posted. So, this is like also a big out of nowhere thing for me. But... MJ Mendes, um, I guess background on like how I know you, uh, through dance and Zyphos, um, on my dance team, I believe, uh, I think, when did we actually meet? Was it when you came to teach in Indianapolis or was it a little before? Yeah, that? I think that my earliest memory of us was when we were hanging out in your, well, aside from class was when we were hanging out at your place. Yeah. And so we're no, just chilling. <laughs> we had we had the the workshop with uh, you, Brian, and Chris, and you all got to come over at my house afterwards. Ah, yes. Yeah, yes, and it was yes, funny because yes, we we're the only two on a diet. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious <laughs> because everyone is I folks was always like, why, why why don't you just eat pizza with us, man? I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. My body keeps that shit. <laughs> good. Dude, I don't know. Like, I'm not even on my diet anymore, unfortunately. No good. But no good. I, I think, I, I feel like, you know, the fitness world is just like, this 
it's, it's, it's a it's a mission, you know. It's a journey. It has it has its ups and downs. Yeah, of course. It's not some like, days you'll be some days you'll be on a diet. But yeah, are you on, think, are you on a diet? I mean, I've never really been on a diet. I kind of just eat things that I think are good for me, and I like to make my own food. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're just pretty healthy about that. Though. Yeah, it's like I'm just decently healthy about it. I I don't eat a lot of sweets or whatever. <laughs> Oh, that scared me because you walked away. I'm like, how do you sound uh, so I just want to get water because you made me seem like I should get water. <laughs> yeah, step it up, bro. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, I'm up then. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Take care. No, we're on the same thing, man. We're both winning. Um, but yeah, that was, I think, when was, how long is that ago? Like three years ago? Yeah, something like that. Like three I would say students. so. Mm-hmm. Um, like three, three and a half. And so the boy MJ, uh, you came to teach. So you were a traveling dancer at the time we met. Um, I know you recently moved to LA to pursue all your awesome things there. Um, mm-hmm. You were you a director of um, of daily or a choreographer? Yeah, I, w- I was. Uh, I was director, co-director. Okay. Co-director for a while. Awesome man. But yeah, that's essentially just like knowing that you dance and knowing that you do video stuff and you just made your mm-hmm. uh made a um a media business mm-hmm. i wasn't exactly mm-hmm. sure 100 uh, percent what that would in case but we can talk about that for sure um have your own media business and yeah that's pretty much outside of just friendly things about all i know about you so this is going to be an awesome uh eye opener for me <laughs> good i'm glad i'm glad you're able to hop back on your course of this yeah yeah you said you haven't recorded once since may yeah i haven't recorded once since may victor was my last guest dang well i'm glad i get to be that icebreaker for you <laughs> yeah for you this will be the easiest yeah, let's, talk, let's <laughs> get into it right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so if you can give me um your 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 uh your origin story the background story of uh of your origin anime story. Um, my anime I like your that. anime that's, yeah yeah <laughs> that's um, cool so i grew up a lonely kid uh nah, no um, anime protagonist no i didn't grow up a lonely kid i, I grew up kind of funny i don't really, i don't really care about that but we'll talk about the dance and the video stuff mm-hmm. dance yeah where, where are you I, from man you know um i'm from i'm gonna say the skokie area of chicago yeah because everyone from chicago thinks if you're not from chicago then you're not from chicago yeah, I made that mistake when so, I moved here. What do you mean? You live in Chicago right now? I thought I was. I thought I this was in Skokie before I moved. Oh, but you're close though. You're like yeah, I'm like on the border, so, so I was always confused. Yeah, but yeah, but, so yeah from, I live. I live there. I live there. Um, I danced on Couple Modern for a little bit, so maybe like a year. I was a oh, trainee cool. in that. Um, Couple Modern is Loyola's like. Filipino dance squad, which didn't just consist of Filipinos. There was a bunch of diverse groups there. Mm-hmm. Um, after Capo Modern, I was like, yeah, that was like 2012 to 2013 slash 14. After that, after Capo, I decided to move on to Coda. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to dance more like Naruto. You know, like, yeah, I'm going to be the best ninja ever. You <laughs> oh, know? yeah, I forgot so, you were on Coda. Wow. Yeah, I was on Coda for a hot year. Um, and then Coda got sec- got first place at Prelude, which was super fucking dope. And I'm glad I got to be a part of that year. Um, <laughs> it's because then, of you. 
No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was, I was like, I was a side piece in that year, but it was fun. <laughs> um, after Coda trading with them for a little bit, maybe like a year, I decided to make ways towards Peacemaker and the Puzzle Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I think I did two semesters of Peacemakers, um, which again was Puzzle League uh, training team. Mm-hmm. After that. Yeah, I never really made it onto Puzzle, but I was always just on the training squad because, like, as soon as after after Peacemakers happened, that's when Dom was like, yo, yeah, you need to take over the squad. Um, you need to step up. So I was like, okay. Then I ended up being – well, I started out as artistic director for Daily Center, so just, like, choreographing and kind of seeing the overall vision mm-hmm. and then eventually turned into director – for two and a half years. So that's my little thing. I was also on 312 Crew. I don't know if you know what that is. 312 Crew is the Bulls dance team. It's super fun for like a a solid six months I was on it. (laughs) Um, And then I guess after that, my last memories of Chicago were dancing with BTS, which was super, which was great. And then just, yeah, being able to, yeah. And then just being able to just dance and host my own stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I'm also a videographer, I'm sure a lot of people know. So a lot of things that I've been doing to make moves has been very self-curated, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my background. But now I live in LA because I wanted to just, you know, be by myself for a little bit and escape. And like, what better place to escape than the place that never rains, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I decided to escape out here and chase whatever the fuck was calling me out here. And now I'm out here. And now we're chilling. Now we're hanging out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I see you making moves out there, you know, uh, with Antoine and with uh, with Jason. All that cool stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about that, too? Yeah, of course. I'd love to hear about all that kind of stuff. But uh, oh, uh, I'll get I'll get there though. I'll get there. Yeah, though. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. There. get our warm up, you know. Okay, so I definitely I wanted to break this down into like, um, like you know, your background stuff. Oh, that's a heat. <laughs> your background okay. stuff, um, and then like the LA stuff, uh, and like you, your ability to make connections out there. So um, I wanted to hear more about like how you got into videography and like what called you specifically to videography as well as dance. Um, since a lot of times they can just go hand in hand, but I feel like mm-hmm. if you really get in depth into both, then you have very different artistic visions for both. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. What, um, what got you started, I guess, into both of uh, those two mediums? Cause that's like my most, the thing I know most about you is that like you dance and you do videography. I don't know if there's mm-hmm. like other, um, artistic outlets you have like singing or whatever but hmm. yeah what got you into that you got me into okay so well to answer your second question do i have any other actually no we'll answer that later so first one <laughs> videography um i started doing it because of blogging so like the youtube world um mm-hmm. i wanted to kind of document everything that i was going through um feelings emotions and stages of young adults slash old adolescence if that makes any sense <laughs> yeah. um that's the whole reason why i got into it and then ever since then it's just been kind of my main bread and butter at least financially you know mm-hmm. i was like as, as i i didn't want to do i worked at t-mobile and then i worked at mariano's i worked at a fucking bubble tea store i worked you know i've done 
they were in shoes. my jobs. Yeah, I, I just like worked all these random jobs and I was like, no, you know, video one makes more money and it's more creative. Yeah, it's more artistic. I get to kind of synchronize my ear of musicality with video. So it's like, okay, what do I hear in the song? And then I can edit to what I hear in the song. So if mm -hmm. it's like, if it's like a ride, like, oh, uh, then I can at least make it so it's like, oh, she goes super fast on the, uh, and then it's a boom, tit, tit, cut, I can add video in here, you know? So yeah. that's how I thought it was like super cool. Like that's how to intertwine it. Dance started because, um, I don't know, you know, I think this is actually pretty cool in my opinion. Like it makes me kind of unique, but other might think it's a weakness. But like when I first dancing, um, I started choreographing first. Like I didn't even take a single dance class. I started just choreographing straight from the fucking <laughs> get. Like I, no yeah. training whatsoever. I was like, I'm going to make some cool shit. And Bet, yeah. It. Yeah. Um, and then obviously humbled myself and was like, okay, I'm garbage. And then from there, I just started training, just, you know, like, yeah, I, I feel like dance, it's only the beginning right now for me. It's mm -hmm. great actually, you know, I think being out here um, in LA, like they really put the videographer title label on people or whatever they're not like if you're a photographer then you'll really get that photographer label because there's so many dancers out here in LA that like the only thing that makes you different is what are you else aside from yeah, what else are you doing yeah but at the same time that has its con because it's like you don't want to be known as if you come out to dance in LA you don't want to be known as a videographer yeah. you know because you want to be known as a dancer you know what I mean like yeah so that's just, that's just where I'm at, I'm at right now. I think videography is a great thing. I think it's something artistic and something to push all artistic boundaries, to be mm -hmm. honest. Um, okay, dope. Um, what, why did you start dancing? Though? Was it just like why fun? Did I start? Yeah. Um, at first, I, I wanted to impress this. At first, I wanted to impress this girl. Hey, same. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. That's why I think. That's what a lot of people do. You know, Buddha yeah. Stretch says like, oh yeah, I want to look good for the ladies when you're in the club, you know? Nice so, but ideally the why I started dancing was just because I, I felt like I wanted, wanted to make cool art. Mm -hmm. cool um, not necessarily cool, like, oh, I'm just making this because it looks cool. But like, I just, you know, like painters paint because they either feel something or they have a vision for something. Yeah. And a lot of the times, like I had vision for things that I wanted to create. I had specific moments that I was like, oh, that would look really cool. And I would just like kind of work it out in my body and just try to express that the best I can. So I just, honestly, at the end of the day, yeah, I just felt like I, I could do cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> Make cool awesome. shit. I mean, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Like you kind of start off with uh any reason like if it's getting a girl if it's like impressing people or something and then it can always transform into something else mm -hmm. um do you think so it, it kind of sounds like um videography was kind of like um an extension of your talents and not exactly like uh something that you uh you really wanted to be like your your main input of like creativity it was kind of just like you know something that allowed you to be creative that you're good at that uh made sense to you was it uh mm -hmm. is, is that is that like kind of accurate or yeah I, I agree on the whole extension of creativity 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't. I definitely do think that dance is the first love, and then videography was the second love. Okay, awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Then, are you more like making like your income through videography? That kind of. Um, when I was in Chicago, it was like fifty-fifty, so fifty percent mm-hmm. dance, fifty percent um, video, and then out here in LA, it's more like. 90% video, 10% dance. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> that could be uh, definitely hard to balance. You found yourself in a situation where going to LA, um, mm-hmm. you made more money off of video than dance, right? Okay. But dance is the first love. Yeah. How did you, I guess... Uh, balance? Yeah, balance, balance doing... Because I know you like, you like doing videography. Um, mm-hmm. You just like... I guess dance more. Um, mm-hmm. So how do you how did you go about I guess identifying something that you can do to make income while also being able to train at dance? Hmm, I guess like uh, I, no, I mean I got it. I got it. Just give me a second. A tactical okay. way I did it. A tactical way I did it. I had creative days and I had work days. When I first got here, I was interning at. KM, which is Creative Minds, RIP, mm-hmm. but um, I just, okay, yeah, so I started interning there, and then I had a lot of work to do, but not enough dance, which was normal, just like normal, you know, like how do you find the balance between work life and stuff you actually love, so I ended up doing like, um, you know, three days out the week, I would do like 100% of the day was committed to work, and then the other four days or the other three days were committed to dance. So mm-hmm. that would either be work as in like um, YouTube editing or finding clients or anything that like relaying my rate sheets or finding um, finding layouts and plugins for the stuff that I wanted to and figuring out how to find more clientele and posting on Craigslist and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And then the other three days or yeah, three-ish days would consist of, sorry, four-ish days would consist of dance, which is choreographing, taking class, taking steezy, um, just chilling out and listening to music. Yeah, that's the tactical way I did it. But I think in the more mental way I did it, like mentally wise, I just had to, I had to separate it. Cause I thought, I totally thought that like, I could do dance and video like the way I did it in Chicago, which was, you know, just filming classes and then living where I need to be. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's completely different, I guess, you know, cause I feel like everyone out here is just out to get their own, which is like, it's totally fine. You know, that's LA for you. Yeah, of course. But <clears throat> balancing it. Yeah. I think that's really what made it different. I couldn't, there was a point where a lot of people wanted me to film and dance which is cool um but you can't fully be present when you're dancing when you have to worry about filming yeah and and vice versa you know like you can't i can't like it's not fair to my client that's paying me that i'm also dancing and not fully committed to what i'm doing at that same Mm -hmm. time so i think it was separating it both even like as a dance videographer like separating dance videographer just to be dance or videographer. So now I'm at this point where it's like videographer is business to business. So like clientele, like, you know, businesses yeah. um, instead of just dancers. So yeah, I think separating it was the way I did it. 
Okay, makes sense. Yeah, um, I was asking that specifically for me because I find myself like in a situation where I love dance, but then I also yeah. love uh, like making content, like making my podcast, making memes or like that kind of thing mm -hmm. and i kind of did it by like blending them so like making memes or content about dance um or like making uh making my podcast you know kind of surrounding artistic things um it seemed like you really like separated like these days are for this these days are for this um so i was kind of just curious about how you went about it uh i guess identifying your breadwinner and then identifying your passions and uh, how to either put them together or like separate them um, and make yeah, because I mean when when you mix it when you mix it together I don't know if you'll ever have this issue you might not you might will but if there ever comes to a point where like you know your content fucking goes off um, or your podcast goes off you know hopefully cross your fingers <laughs> then you know at that point where are you gonna find the balance between artistry and your content you know, mm -hmm. for example, Jason, like I was talking to Jason and he was saying like his motivational warrior stuff was going the fuck off, like on TikTok. Yeah, it is. It's, it's so popular it's going off. But he was telling me, he was saying like how it's hard for him to be artistic because it's like everyone wants that. But in mm -hmm. the roots of you, you also want dance. I mean, mm -hmm. thankfully for Jason, you know, comedy and dance goes hand in hand. Um, but like I said, it'll, it'll, it'll get to a point where you're saying to like, what the fuck do I choose? You know, mm -hmm. do I want to chase the money or do I want to chase the stability or do I want to chase the art? Okay. Awesome. So I guess, you know, just feel it out. If I were you, just feel it out. You know, if you ever get to a point where you feel like, fuck this podcast, <laughs> fuck, fuck the content, then do it. But if you ever feel like you're saying fuck dance, then at the same time, do that too. Because you never know where you're going to end up. Yeah, I definitely felt that. Uh, I, I feel like I was really trying to hang on to certain um, certain things that I liked that ended up just not really working out as much for me, like making vlogs. Like I initially mm -hmm. liked them a lot and I really kept trying to keep myself like pushing to always be recording, always be editing. But then I also, like you said, kind of, uh, I felt separated when I'm constantly recording situations. Uh, I don't feel like completely present um, since mm -hmm. I have to worry about like, I have to make sure I talk and I have them in the background or like I have to make sure that I'm loud enough for the camera to hear instead of just like mm -hmm. talking. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, big struggles. <laughs> yeah. Big, big so struggles. being able to let go of like uh, things you might like, I think that's um, an awesome way to be able to just keep moving forward. And it's not like I can never make vlogs again, you know? Uh, yeah. It's just, I'm not going you to. You just have more shit that you care about artistically yeah. <laughs> as a person, as a content creator, as a dancer. Exactly. Yeah, dude, making vlogs is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I love really it. Is. I love it. But I vlogged for two. Okay, so that was more for yeah. So I vlogged for two years. Every I would release twice a week for two years, mm -hmm. which is kind of a lot, you know. At the, at the time, I was like, no, that's not a lot. People are doing daily vlogs. So yeah, I like one a week. <laughs> yeah, but two. Yeah, even still, one week just fucking finding time to be brave and talk to the camera without thinking about what other people think or like who's around you or what's around you mm -hmm. that's just like there's so much work to vlogging that most people don't know yeah so yeah <laughs> it'd be super tough i guess honestly while we're already on it um i might as well just like keep asking things in the in your videography and uh la realm um 
Mm-hmm. So I'm curious on how, so, you know, you're fresh, fresh to LA, you know, you know, a certain amount of people, um, mm-hmm. and you have, you know, wherever you're living, you have your contacts, you know, where studios are, but then that's about it. How, how did you, what was like your first steps to start, um, like after you started getting comfortable in your new location to, I guess, expand your contacts, um, get your name out there, start making, uh, start making yourself known as a dancer or videographer to different people um, Mm -hmm. and kind of just, you know, it's first steps to really establishing your own presence. First steps. Okay. So my first steps, which, well, I mean, okay. So my first steps, I knew someone out here, Brandon, I knew Brandon out here and he was doing content and videography for Antoine and Kalani Cam, right? Okay. Shout out Brandon. Let's Um, go. Yeah, shout out Brandon, shout out Brandon. <laughs> uh, and then I worked with him for a little bit. And then, yeah, that's just, that's literally how, in my eyes, I got started. Because, like, there's so much word around KM at the time. You know, there were a yeah. couple people from Chicago that moved out there and did the KM program. And there's a lot of people in L.A. that are like, oh, yeah, KM changed my life. But I didn't really see that until I got here. Um, but, yeah, KM was something crazy and something something so good you know um Mm. after i had my first steps there um that was when i decided you know i'm not going to keep that's when i started noticing the whole dance videographer mesh um there's a lot of dance videographers out here but there's not like there's it's funny because there's a lot of dancer videographers there's a lot of videographers for dance and then there's a lot of dancers yeah, no, that's it. That's it. There's videographers <laughs> for dance, and then there's dancer videographers. I did not want to be a dancer, a videographer dancer, because that's just it's it's dumb, you know. Like, not no offense to anyone who's doing it out there, <laughs> but I just like I just think for me personally, yeah, for your my eyes, I thought it was I thought it was dumb, you know. I think more so the first steps of me establishing and creating out here was just honestly law of attraction type shit, mm-hmm. and like hoping that things would come um, as bad as that sounds because you know you're technically never supposed to hope for anything yeah do it but at the same time if you put it into the universe that's where I was at I was putting shit into the universe you know I was up hella late at night and then yeah like that's how I eventually just got my connects um it's 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 it really is just what it is because like there's not <laughs> like there's not really much contact out here you know like all these big big name artists or big name dancers that are doing their thing they're doing they're legit doing their thing like they're legitimately just chilling by themselves bringing people up they want to dance with or friends that they want to dance with and hey if you get contacted in between or if you know someone then you know someone mm-hmm. and you get invited but at the same time, you know, that's probably me being a little humble, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I thought that was so cool. Um, like, right after you moved and then I started seeing you doing things with KM, um, especially then when, like, I was still very much in a new dancer mindset, like, Antoine Troop is bigger than life kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man, MJ's working with him. That's so cool. <laughs> I thought that yeah, was, like, it really was, it really the most was badass that. thing ever. Um, what you said RIP, I don't know what happened. What happened? Oh, to KM? uh Cam closed down. Okay. Was it because Cam of uh, COVID? Yeah, because of COVID. 
unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's all, it does. It does. I took, I took Kalani's last class there, mm-hmm. and he was saying it's just like, it's just another chapter, you know. It's just yeah. another part of life. So I was like, you know, respect, like, that makes a lot of sense, and I'm glad that he was able to to stand grounded on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that can be hard. Um, so... Wait, hold on, was Antoine really your biggest person? Like, were you like, oh my god, Antoine? He wasn't my biggest person. I think, I, I didn't look at like a lot of his, uh, I guess, his work. I looked, I love seeing a lot of uh, the things he said in class. And I love seeing mm. um, all those practice videos. Honestly, I like oh, his practice yes. videos so much. <laughs> just because it made me really um, inspired to like learn um, multiple different styles from like is close to the source. Like I think he trained with like baby tight eyes for a bit and um, he would always like, uh, whenever, he pra- whenever he practiced his crump, he would uh, like have them commenting in the comments. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Uh, oh, that's pretty sick. One more time. I said that is pretty sick. Yeah, so honestly, like just his practice videos were my favorite thing ever. I really, mm. it's like, I loved, I loved his style. Um, that's what made him like super huge to me. Yeah, I think you would like Antoine a lot. I think you'd like both of them a lot. I think Antoine, I really, I bo- I bonded with both of them very well. Like Antoine is very like, oh yes, self help, you know, <laughs> meditation, eat well, yeah. do all this shit, you know, read. He got me into reading. I was like, damn, this boy got me into reading. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. But, yeah, shout out Antoine. Cool. Yeah, shout out Antoine and Kalani is just another beast of his own. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd yeah, awesome. vibe very well with them if you ever met them. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Let's see. Um, so, yeah, so it's kind of, it was kind of just like you knew the right person to help you start getting into that, uh, into mm-hmm. into work. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, your work kind of speaks for yourself. And then eventually contacts happen. Da-da-da-da. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I feel like part of one of the scariest things, at least, like in my mind when I'm thinking about it, since I plan to move to LA within next year and a half or so, um, is just like that first, like, what do I do to get started? You know, just like, I know I can go take classes and stuff, but um, I'm I'm still like super new to even dance. I've only been dancing for like, you know, five years. So I still don't even know like how people really get into doing anything like in an artistic world uh, and making, especially making a living off of it. That's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously, I mean, that's what I'm shooting for. Make, yeah, I mean, making a living is just knowing how to manage your money. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally it. If you were to give, um, I guess, a word of advice to someone who, it doesn't have to be specifically about, like, making the, your first contacts, like I asked about, but um, I guess, you know, word of advice for mm-hmm. someone who is, like, um, moving a long distance away from where they're used to, to try to make something happen um, in a non-conventional way that isn't like, you have a job set up, you kind of just have to. Okay, what was your, what was your way to do it? Because you moved from Indiana to Chicago, which isn't that long, but it's still, it's your home away from home. How did you do it? Well, I feel like, I feel like I, I was going to ask in the sense of um, making it your career. Because I, I'm, well, I know I'm like, I'm working on um, training to become a professional dancer, but I definitely haven't mm-hmm. done that yet. Like right now, I'm kind of just working 
you know, like high part time, mm -hmm. like 25 hours a week, because that's all the money I really need. Um, mm -hmm. And dedicating as much of my time to like my creative stuff. Um, so it's like, I'm basically just trying to maximize how much training I could do, because that's what I came here for. Um, and then mm -hmm. I plan to go to LA to like actually try to make it a uh, make it more of a profession, make it more of, um, okay, now. So are you trying to be a commercial, a commercial dancer, a teacher? Are you trying to be on music videos? Like, Honestly, kind of everything. I feel like I, I've, my dance and artistic career is kind of go, is uh, gonna go like in phases. Um, I plan to have like 20s and 30s be pretty much just um, as much uh, dance as I can. I really just wanna like get good. And like, <laughs> honestly, like my main motivation is just doing um, the things that I see in my head, like making the images come alive. Um, and I feel like after being able to do that, then it'll be a lot easier for me to, I guess, pick and choose where I want to go to for work. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm not like super motivated to like do performances or like um, do tours, but like if things pop up, and yeah, I'm like, that'd be we'll, a cool we'll opportunity. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I'm not super specific on like exactly what I want to do, so I don't completely plan to like be a commercial dancer. But like, if there is a cool commercial and like I'm in the area, then I would hundred percent love to. Or music videos, uh, kind of anything. I do. So, I do really look forward to teaching, though. I think that's my main like thing I want to do: teaching, mm -hmm. being part of a team, and uh, yeah, battling would be my main mm -hmm. uh, things that I would want to do. But, so now rephrase your question to me again. <laughs> um, I was saying, if you're going to give a word of advice to someone who is moving away from, like far away from where they're used to, where they grew up or anything, um, to go try to make something happen in a non-conventional way. Uh, and let's say specifically like make it a profession. Um, mm -hmm. What's something that you could, I guess, give to them to uh try to help out honestly don't follow me you know i didn't <laughs> fucking do it right um I don't no one think, does it right that's the perfect yeah, I, I, yeah, person which to is ask. the greatest yeah which yeah. is the greatest thing um okay so there's a it's a big question it's a big answer because i feel like um when you chase something it's you're chasing it you know mm -hmm. Um, but really, I guess, okay, so a little piece of advice for someone that's moving away, away from home is just to move away, you know, like, I feel like if your soul is searching for it, if your soul wants to do that, if something inside you is like, yeah, let me move away, whether you like it or not, um, just follow that feeling. Mm -hmm. That's one, <clears throat> to make something happen in a, in a unconventional way. You just got to believe, you know, you just got to believe in yourself. Honestly, you just gotta believe yeah. in yourself. Like whether whether you have a big ego or whether you don't, you just gotta fucking think like you're the shit and you're the most rawest person out there because not only because of your dance ability, but because of everything else that goes on in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, like whether you take pride in like working out or doing exercise or self health and wellness, like meditation, mental strength. Um, those are really what make someone make it you know mm -hmm. that's what helps that's what's going to make someone get to where they're going to be at there's no there's literally like that's it that's literally it like you have to believe in yourself no matter what and i think yeah. 
if you if you move away by yourself and you hang out by yourself, that's a lot of times you get to know who you are as a person, how you operate. You know, like I don't know if it was Corona that made me like introverted or something, but I'm hella introverted now, <laughs> and I don't I don't hang out with many many people, no matter who they are. You know, I've gotten over this point where it's like kind of really clear who you are. If I don't feel like doing work for you, if I feel like not dancing, then I'm not gonna dance for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, making something happen, it's just, it's just a matter about being strategic, you know, strategic, like, KM didn't happen because I was like, oh, hey, let me walk into KM, you know, I knew Brandon, and I didn't even know that Brandon worked with them beforehand, so mm-hmm. three weeks before I even moved, that's when I found out, I was like, hey, Brandon, can you do this for me? And I get into this, 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 and that. But not only that, my backup plan was I had a friend over at Playground that was doing videos there too. So like, it's just a matter of finding your first couple steps and don't think too far ahead. So think about your first couple steps of what you want to do and how you're going to get there, get there, and then figure out, recalibrate from there. Yeah. That's the only advice I really have, which is, yeah. I can figure out your first steps, believe in yourself, and just go for it. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Like, I know it's a huge, like, it, there's no answer to that question. I kind of just wanted to hear the first things that, like, pop in your head of, like, okay, you want to do this, then, like, you're going to have to do some of this. Um, it kind of sounds like you're overall just um, saying really work on internalizing uh, everything that you that you want to do, follow, um, follow the things that are calling you, and I guess just, like, take care of yourself and uh, work at the things that you're good at and mm-hmm. make things work I mean, for there's, you. there's also, there's a lot of politics to it because you have to understand how to work politics. Yeah, of course. Um, which I'm not good at, but <laughs> a lot of people are, you know, like, it depends how you want to, how you want to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it's definitely not going to be easy. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Yeah, like, of course. It's not going to be easy, like, at all, like. <laughs> you'll probably cry a couple you'll probably cry a few times before you figure it out or yeah, anyone figures it out you know <laughs> yeah it's definitely a requirement and it's so mm. sad but at the same time it's so good but at the same time if you don't have anyone and you don't know anyone in LA that's like and you still want to come out here you know there are tons of opportunities that LA people come to wherever you know in this case you know there's a ton of people that come to LA I mean come to Chicago from LA um beforehand before even like KM and Brandon do you know boy boy he's yeah. like I think he's Ari- Ariana's uh, mm-hmm. choreographer so I met him before I even moved out here I met dancer Dusty she's like a, she's a Red Bull BC one yeah I took both their classes when they came here. yeah exactly yeah exactly so you remember that yeah I met them and they said yeah just hit me up when you're out here and then we'll get to work and you know you like, yeah I feel like dancers are very open when it comes to like asking and just mm-hmm. being like, yeah, just like trying to give as much as they, they can, but you also have to pull some weight, pull your slack as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think something that is on, that I haven't done yet that I'm about to do, like how to make it in your own prof- in like your own conventional way and as spe- specifically as a profession, is to make sure you have your own style. Like not even just dance, you know, like 
everything style of music style of wardrobe style of what makes you you how you mm-hmm. talk how like you have to own everything that you have and are so that you can yeah. market yourself towards your profession the way you want to be seen mm-hmm. you know and i came out here with just sweats and fucking sweater to train <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah so everyone's like this guy's training and i'm like cool with that i'm fine with that mm-hmm. so yeah you know that's awesome it's yeah. like uh that advice is like general enough to really just fit any type of mold but it's uh things that people i feel like people know like you know you should take care of yourself you know you should uh like learn how to exactly work within your field you know you should i almost dropped my phone you know you should uh identify your own style but then people will forget to and kind of um let it fall off i've definitely struggled with that too um especially like in being like how am i gonna make myself stand out like before i moved to chicago i was like i i don't know <laughs> oh, everyone's, exactly everyone's so cool i don't know what to do uh, all that kind of stuff yeah i think okay so last thing I just, I kind of, you, you reminded me to talk about something. I, I also want to say, like, if you take away the idea of moving far away and you just leave the whole, make something happen in a non-conventional way, specifically as a profession, mm-hmm. if, you, if you minus the whole moving part, like, everything that you have, like, technically is right in front of you. Yeah. You know, you never, I didn't understand that either, you know, like, fuck like i'm sure on social media like i look hella cool like oh yeah mj just fucking worked here he just got a thing with napat he got a thing with antoine got a thing with co like mm-hmm. tj like he's taking class it just looks like okay. i'm fucking living it but at the same time in during all those like down moments i was just like where the fuck am i gonna do where am i gonna yeah. go what am i gonna do you know but then like now realizing or even let's get let's get non-dancing, you know, let's say, oh, I, I was working for YouTubers. I was doing um, video shoots with pretty crazy and talented, very high up people. I was working with CEOs and all this fucking bullshit, you know, <laughs> like everything that I was doing is I was living the life, but I just wasn't aware that I was living the life because mm-hmm. I was so like in the struggle of trying to find a life that I wasn't realizing that I already li- that I am living the life. Yeah. So I think to make something happen, you it's happening already. You just have to commit to it. You know, let's mm. just use Chicago for example. Chicago, like Manet always be putting hella people on, and there's always mm. music videos. You know, there was Bentley the movie, the one that he participated in. He had other like dancers in it, like. Those are the same opportunities that will present yourself out here in LA in the same way. You know, it's not like everyone in LA is going to be like, hey, everyone is a Netflix special con, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to know them and that you have to gain their trust for them to be like, hey, I think I like you, so come dance in this Netflix special. Like, everything, it's, it's like, I mean, I can't really say the same about like small cities, like, for example, where you're from, but. For now, like I just feel like the the cities that you're already in, like it's it's right in front of you. you mm. We just have we just can't realize it. Yeah. Where How are you from? Indianapolis. <laughs> is it is that a big city? I guess not. It's like a third of Chicago. Okay. 
But Chicago is like giant, so I'd say Indianapolis is like the most average sized city. <laughs> yeah, and I think Chicago's like small, especially being out here. LA. Yeah, not it's literally ge- geographically, you know, like LA is spread out amongst like forty miles. Yeah, it's like a state. You know? <laughs> yeah, Chicago is only spread out for like twenty miles. Mm-hmm. It's very like close in proximity. Yeah. So, that's my TED talk. <laughs> no awesome man best ted talk ever um yeah like perspectives everything if you look at what you have in front of you then it's always gonna uh it's always going to give you more um I, a reason i said like uh going moving far away was specifically to um remove the resources you already have i guess because you know mm-hmm. you can build all these things up but then if you plan to do something somewhere else um like taking them with you in a way is always going to be super important. Like maintaining the contacts, no matter where you go, is going to be super important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's why I asked in case uh, that was something you thought of as well. Mm. Yeah, Very I'm good. sure. Like there are plenty of things that there are plenty of people from Chicago who are like still helping helping you out in a big way, even when you're just in LA. Yes, um, yeah, without even 100%. coming back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I like I know my logical wants to tell me no I haven't had any help but I know really <laughs> that I, I've had a lot of support and yeah, of course had, yeah <laughs> thank you for tuning in to the freestyle podcast uh, I really do appreciate each and every single person who listens to these or shares them or just tells me anything gives me any kind of feedback it's uh, very much appreciated so if you did have anything to say or wanted to link up or anything hit me up on Instagram TikTok, Facebook Twitter All at Philly and Willis, I'll um, write that down in the bottom below. But yeah, hope you have a good day and take care.